Not today, Bubba. Go get him, Bubba. Not today, Bubba. Gordy, Gordy, can I bother you for a second? Well, Grace, I've been wheeling and dealing so long today in the studio that I forgot I have not even ate. But that's okay. Why is that okay? Because the Brilliant Dumb Show is presented to you by Postmates. For a limited time, Postmates has given our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days using promo code BROBIBLE. $100 of free delivery credit with Postmates. Download that app now. Anything you need. Anytime you need it, Postmate it. All right, folks, coming to you live here. You know the drill here on the Barrel Dumb Show. I'm Big Game Bob. That's Grace Ibrahim behind the glass on the ones and twos, coming to you early, coming to you often. This is what we do here on the Burnley Dumb Show. Ready to rock and roll. Big game Bob here with about four cups of coffee in. Just ready to dial it on in. Folks, enjoy the show. For those of you who didn't listen to episode 74, please do. With the Entourage cast, spectacular, coming to YouTube today. Excited about that, but it's time we go dancing here on the Burnley Dumb Show. Let's hop right on into this. 2020's been a fucked up year. We all get that. Nobody denies it. Everybody knows it's about to get even more fucked up as the major leagues has agreed to continue playing baseball, to continue and start the season, a 60-game season. This article here comes out of my employer of Bro Bible, okay? After the season is announced that it's going to go on, the San Francisco 40, This I'm sorry. The San Francisco Giants are charging fans $99 to attend games as a cutout of themselves after banning spectators for the season. Now, if I am a season ticket holder for the San Francisco Giants for the past five years, ten years after they started winning— Okay, and my team's been that shitty, couldn't win over 40, 50 games, and you're going to charge me $99 for a cutout of myself to be in the stadium, you got another thing coming. You want to pull a move like that to nickel and dime somebody, do it to Patriot fans. You've given them championship after championship. You can now do that and charge $99, so be it. That's okay. But if I'm if I'm a season ticket holder of the San Francisco Giants and you can't win over 40, 50 games for the past five years and I'm paying a premium for season tickets and now you're going to charge me $99 for a cutout of myself, I am beyond lim- livid. Just livid. Is there going to be a San Francisco Giants representative just going door to door? collecting a cutout of yourself? Do you get to pick the picture of yourself that's going to be in the stands? How does that work? Or do they just pick a picture from you? You imagine you got blackout drunk when they played the Diamondbacks in a meaningless regular season game, and that's the picture that they use? There's just a cutout of you with your tongue out of your mouth, your eyes glazed, and you're just blackout drunk. And for 60 games, I got to look at Blackout Bob sitting in the stands as a cardboard cutout for $99. 
Do you know how brutal? There should be some type of approval process for what cutout picture gets picked of you. You know what I mean? Now, what if I what if I left the games early? So the Giants said, hey, since you left the game in the sixth or seventh inning every single game to beat traffic, we're going to take your cutout out of its seat to make this as realistic as possible. What if my cutout's just going ham and they start charging five shots of Don Julio? I'm just watching the Giants game, and every single time a vendor's coming down to my cutout, my cutout is just ordering shots and shots and shots for the whole row. So now that $99, it's an additional charge. Could you imagine that? He's just buying shots for the whole fucking stadium, and they're going to put on my bill 50 Don Julio shots. You know, what if you say to your girlfriend, hey, sweetie, I actually can't hang out tonight. I'm not feeling so hot. Next thing you know, you get a phone call because she turned on the San Francisco Giants game. I'm seeing you sit in aisle 10 right now. No, sweetie, sweetie, you don't understand. That's cardboard. Yeah, okay. Yeah, cardboard. Real good one, Rob. We're done. We're finishing. No, 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 no. I swear to you, that's cardboard. I paid $99 just to sit in Giant Stadium without it actually being me. Yeah, that's really adding up. You're done. You're done. There's no explaining that. It's the most ridiculous thing I think I've ever heard. It really is. Think about foul balls. You think my cardboard cutout's going to be able to get out of the way of a foul ball? That thing's not going to move. Somebody's going to rip a line drive into left field, and they're just going to take my face off. And your storage unit, is there a backup Bob that we could get a cut out of? Or am I just going to sit the rest of the season without a face on my head? Imagine watching these games foul balls, and there's just cut out pictures just getting their their necks taken off. This is going to be the most bizarre thing I think I've ever seen. And the nerve. To not just say complimentary, we're going to do this fun idea. To charge $99 for it is absolutely ridiculous. I think I make it a cutout. I really do. I really do. I kind of want to see just what that looks like. What that picture looks like. 2020, you have been more than fucked up. In the meantime, we are moving on. You know, I, I'll tell you, Grace, as, as things get, you know, start to get intense here in the whole corona uh, side of things going on in the world, Florida has just spiked right on back up. California right on back up. You know, we were quarantined for so long. It's almost, it, it kind of feels like we never made any progress or the progress that we were making is now just out the window because we went out soon. And I kind of had to think to myself, it was like, you know, I even shouldn't be going out. I'm part of the problem, too. Just going to restaurants. I think a lot of us are, and we don't even realize it. You know what I mean? Like, I was out to dinner the night before. The next day, we're talking about Corona. I'm like, yeah, you know, people just had to get out there. They couldn't They couldn't just wait. You know, meanwhile, I was a, a face full into a burrito out to dinner. Like, you know, like, I'm, I'm part of the problem, too. So with this whole spike, I even had to think of me. It's like, shit, I really... Just don't go out. Just stay home. Wear the mask. But I will say, 
My one defense, if you did venture out and go out to a restaurant, is there are more precautions, there are more things that they are doing now than you could ever imagine. I went out to dinner the other night. I felt like I just got a five-minute for high sticking. I felt like I was in a penalty box the way I was around this glass. Each table, each spot at the bar, you just move the glass two over to get two bar stools. So say you're at like a four-seater, you just move that glass if you have three people, and you separate glass that they have to protect you, so that person sitting solo literally looks like they're behind the penalty box. Like they're Grace Ibrahim behind the glass on the ones and twos. But the precautions now that they have for the restaurants that are open, Grace, are unbelievable. It, I, I, I mean, I, I went to, even if you go to the gym, there's some gyms and small gyms that have opened. You finish with one set. In between your set, there's somebody coming there with a thing of Febreze. Just... Even if you're in the middle of the set, they don't give a shit. And you know what? To be quite frank, nor should they. What the fuck am I doing in a gym? Just stay home. But they are on their shit. Uh, <laughs> I will tell you that much. There's cleaning people. I mean, they're all over the place. I'm telling you, you do one set of dumbbells in between one, two, three. They're just coming in just to your mouth with a thing of... <laughs> Holy shit, it's like trying to lift the weights through a sprinkler. They're just firing on all <laughs> cleaning, they're wiping your face, they're wiping your equipment, they're wiping the dumbbells while you got it in the air, you're struggling just to get a 45-pounder up in the air for the fifth time, and you got somebody just <laughs> just spraying you down. Grace, my buddy's restaurant that he's working at, they have a sanitation guy where they hired just for sanitation. This guy's like a human Zamboni. You know, your appetizer comes out by the time that thing's cleared off. It's not like just a busboy coming by. There's a certain art to cleaning or wiping down a table that a busboy does. Seriously, housemaids, housekeepers, and hotels, there's a certain art to cleaning it's not an easy thing to do but there's a, it's it's graceful you know to watch febreze or something you know you spray lysol whatever it may be maybe i meant to say lysol instead of febreze but you know what i'm saying the cleaning product there's a certain art to wiping around the table and watching it be cleaned however these sanitation guys they're just coming for blood they don't care if you're at the table or not they don't care if they get the product on you. They don't care if you're in the middle of the meal. They are here to sanitize, and that's what they do. It's fierce. And again, it should be. You should have seen this sanitation guy. It's like he was getting ready for D-Day. I was scared shitless. Some people thought this guy was the maitre d'. They were asking him for another drink or whatever. I knew this guy was here for sanitation because he was coming up to tables and just blowing their shit up with cleaning product like you've never seen. I mean, this guy was in a war. Appetizer done. Just fucking ripping it all over the place. Just mowing that thing down. It's fierce. It could be scary. It really is. It's, it's a little hostile the way they come in, and they should be. Imagine this guy when he gets home from work. Watch his wife as like a CEO or like human resources. 
well, we're you know dealing with these allegations right now. This guy's not happy. This guy is very depressed. We got to get him back to work, get his life back up and running. I apologize, sweetie. How was your day? Well, you know what? It started with a lot of sanitizer and it ended with a lot of sanitizer. I just jacked people up with Lysol all day. I just I just mowed people down with Lysol all day. They should just give these guys like a Nerf gun so they don't even come up with the little itty-bitty handle and the spray and the nozzle of the Purell. They should just have Purell and Nerf guns and you come in and they're just sniping down your table. Wouldn't that be kind of sick? You know, like a busboy or one of these sanitation guys just hanging from the ceiling and just sniping your table down with some Purell. High-end Purell, too. Now, this sanitation guy, from what I understand, is making a fortune. So he's not here to play games. He dresses up. He looks like a maitre d'. I could see why people are confused. But don't be confused when you got this motherfucker coming at your table, all guns blazing, just looking to wreak havoc. These guys are spectacular. Moral of the story, folks. Get a look out for these sanitation guys. They're spectacular. But just stay home. Stay home. You know? Same thing. I'm like, you know, why do people have to rush out? You know, I I was out at times too. Not a crazy amount, but I was going out to dinners. And then the second spike comes, and I realize, did we just ruin all the progress we made? Did we really want to be quarantined for another three months? You know, do we really want to see horseshoes on ESPN The Ocho for another three months? Do we really want to see them bowling on ESPN The Ocho, playing cornhole, extreme cornhole competition? Aren't we done with those days? Stay fucking home, myself included. Anywho, moving on. So, uh, dinner time, Rob, what are you thinking? Al, I, I actually think I'm going to go with my fourth dish of chicken parm this week. You're a, you're a chicken parmaholic, bro. Can't stop. Yeah. And I can get it anytime I want, anytime I need it. You can. You know how? No, tell me. Using the Postmates app. Oh, I love it. From an early morning breakfast burrito to a bottle of wine after work, maybe that bottle of wine turns into three bottles of wine, Alex. You could Postmate some Advil, too. They do it all over at Postmates. For a limited time only, Postmates has given our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code BROBIBLE. That's code BROBIBLE for $100 of free delivery credit with no minimum purchase for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Alex, that's a lot of fucking bottles of wine right And there. chicken parm. And chicken parms. A little bit, little bit of both. Anything you need. Anytime you need it, post made it. You know, Grace, I got to tell you, life is like the stock market. It really is. And you're probably sitting here wondering, oh, shit, brace yourself. I have no idea where the fuck he's going with this one. And to be quite frank with you, Grace, I wouldn't blame you for saying, oh, shit, I don't know where the fuck he's going with this one. But think about this. One man's trash is another man's treasure is a very true statement. As we sit here now, Grace, in the middle of the coronavirus pandemic, we're all scared. Everybody's scared. Nobody knows where this is all going. My neighbor's scared. We don't know what's happening. But what I will say, 
we will prevail from this. We absolutely will. This is not just a problem in California. This is not just a problem in Florida. This is a worldwide problem, and we will get through it. But the way we're going to get through it is being able to look at the glass half full. Being able to look at the glass half full when the glass is nowhere fucking near to halfway full, because let's be quite frank, it's nowhere near to being half a cup of water. There's just no way. But we're going to try, Grace. That's what we got to do. We got to try. Here's my start in trying here, okay? 95% of business owners are taking an absolute beating from this pandemic. An absolute beating. Yet the CEO of Purell just moved from a two-bedroom condo in Queens to an eight-bedroom mansion in the Hamptons. Is that true? No. Could I see that being true? Probably with the amount of money that guy's got flowing in at this point. And to be quite frank, good for the CEO of Purell because that guy's had to work with sanitizer his entire life. You imagine all day you just walk into the office, you just smell like sanitizer. That's all you sniff. You thought the coronavirus takes away with your smell. Try being the CEO. Work your way up to the CEO of Purell. That guy comes home, he just smells like a mix of lubricant and Purell. You don't know what the fuck dad's doing when he leaves. So you know what? Good for that guy. And good for the people under the CEO of Purell that have a steady paycheck. Maybe I'm begging here for a little bit of optimism. But if you don't like that, let me try and double down here, Grace. Guys with bad teeth have never been more confident in their life. Now that everybody has to wear a mask thanks to the pandemic, the guys with bad teeth are absolutely thriving right now. One of their bad attributes just got completely erased. Imagine there was order that everybody had to have a hat on. The bald guys, the guys who are bald and like myself, that would be a phenomenal thing to us. Nobody would think twice about it. You go out to a bar now, it's a total crapshoot. You're just judging off eyes, off hair. That's really all you got. So the perfect combo, if you got bad teeth, good set of blue hazel eyes, you're fine. You're cruising. Those guys are walking into bars with more confidence than they've ever had. Whatever bars are open, it's a total crapshoot. They're going up to girls they would never go up to in normal life. Then they meet a girl who may have bad teeth but a good set of eyes. Next thing you know, they get married. By the time they get married, they have to take the fat, the mask off after you do your vows. You realize, oh shit, she's got bad teeth. Fuck, he's got bad teeth. You know what? Fuck it. We both have bad teeth. Who really gives a shit? So it's a good thing for some people with bad teeth. I, on the other hand, which is the reason it's like the stock market, I lose from this. I think I got a very nice chin, Grace. I really do. Very nice chin, good set of teeth. Eyes-wise, a little a little dull. I, got, I don't have a great upper half. I'll be the first to tell you. All you're seeing from me is just boring brown eyes and a bit of a receding hairline here. Look at this. So I'm, I'm struggling from this. Guys who have really bad teeth may be hung like a horse. They may have a huge penis, but they don't ever get to that part with the girl because they have bad teeth. Now a girl could see that guy's big penis and then not really care when it's time to come to the teeth. It's totally flip-flopped. It's totally reversed. 
And then again, you have the bad side of it as well. You know, for the guys with the, with the good teeth, there's nothing you could do about it. Nobody's going to see it. It's like going to Six Flags. Six Flags opens up, but the only th rides that you're allowed to ride are the little teacups that you were never going to go on in the first place. The big roller coasters, the Supermans of the world, those big roller coasters, you could see it. You could just never go on it. There's no point in having it. Why have a good set of good teeth right now? Nobody can see it. So maybe uh, in order to be optimistic, Grace, am I making any fucking sense? Are you following along? Is anybody following along? Maybe I'm just losing it, Grace, both mentally and physically. But that's all I'm saying. Maybe to get through this, we have to just take a step back and just, just tip our caps to the guys with bad teeth that are absolutely benefiting from this from a mask standpoint. They're okay with the masks. They want to, that rule to be in till 2040. Just something to think about. Why not? Cheer up a little there, folks. Look at the glass half full. Any who? Moving on. Well, Grace Ibrahim, if it isn't your favorite segment, it's definitely mine. What time is that, folks? Put your hands together. We're having fun here on the Burnley Dumb Show. It is time, Grace Ibrahim, myself, and the fine folks, the listeners of the Burnley Dumb Show, ask you for a little bit of a drum roll, please. It's the Ass Bab segment, week by week, Tuesday after Friday, Tuesday after Friday, following that Tuesday, I tell you fine folks, submit your questions for the Ask Bob segment, anything you want to know, anything you want to ask, submit it, be featured for the Ask Bob segment, doing so this week is Mikel Embry out of Mattapan, Boston. Bob, appreciated your take on Aunt Jemima. You ended up being right. What is the next mascot you could see on the move out of town? Interesting. Look, with the Aunt Jemima thing, that had nothing to do with the cancel culture or, or anything like that. What I had said before on a previous episode is that I was upset at Kellogg's for taking away Toucan Sam. And I said that cereal is a very signature type thing. You don't, you know, that has a lot of nostalgia to it, okay? There's a lot of childhood memories that I have from cereal. And I said, what's next? Aunt Jemima? Am I going to walk in and Aunt Jemima is going to be in the rice section instead of the syrup section? Turns out, a couple weeks later, next thing you know, Aunt Jemima is no longer Aunt Jemima. And they're taking her off the syrup bottle. So that's where that had come from, and look, it ended up no more Aunt Jemima. But I liked this question, and what I wanted to do is, is give my, instead of giving the ones that I have out of town, I'm going to give my signature top mascots for each brand, and not even necessarily food, the most signature mascots in our lifetime. To me, Aunt Jemima was definitely one of them. You know, I didn't know the whole backstory on Aunt Jemima before I had known that she got canceled, but... I mean, she was signature when you thought syrup, you thought Aunt Jemima. So I wanted to, to broaden that out a little bit. Do my top five mascots of any product. So we're going to go ahead and do that. A lot of you probably thought that I was going to go with the Planter's Peanut Guide to start. That is not the case. I find the Planter's Peanut Guide to be a little bit cocky, in my opinion. A little bit arrogant. He was always either tipping the cap or he had his hand on the hip. I think he was tough to work with. 
Now, I love Planners Peanut. Not a huge fan of him. He's good, doesn't belong in the top five. Who does belong in the top five? Starting off five. So five to one, one being the best. Five, I have the get-go from Geico. Simple message. Never tried to get too creative. The longevity of the get-go from Geico is absolutely fascinating to me. I didn't think he would be able to last that long. Geico had the caveman as well. The get-go beat out the caveman for Geico, which is fascinating. He had a simple message. 15 minutes can save you 15% off or more off car insurance. He got in. He got out. I appreciate that about the get-go from Geico. He's at five. Number four, I have Mr. Clean. Ball dude. Probably making a killing right now in product sales with everything going on. You want to get your house clean, go to Mr. Clean. He kind of looks like a cartoon version of Joe Rogan, but just never really got never really got a whole lot of credit, but he definitely deserves it. He's a staple, Mr. Clean. Somebody who does not get enough credit is the Jolly Green Giant from GNV canned foods. I got the Jolly Green Giant over at three. Somebody had to be the vegetable mascot. He's that big, just green. He looks like a a ripped version of Shrek. Muscular guy, always on top of the green beans, canned goods. Or like, you know, sometimes you see him on the broccoli, mostly green beans. Somebody had to be the vegetable mascot. I think the Jolly Green Giant has done a phenomenal job with that. He's kept in shape. Not a very honorable role to be the mascot for vegetables. Kids don't like seeing you. They don't. It's never fun to be a mascot that kids don't like. That was the Jolly Green Giant again on your local supermarket green beans. Usually the canned good. Really appreciate him stepping up to the task there. Tough task. I got Jolly Green Giant at three. Number two, the Monopoly Man. The Monopoly Man. Absolutely has to be. Can't fight that. Uncle Pennybags is what the Monopoly Man is known of. Bringing absolute fire to your living room entertainment since the 50s with no slime to slowing down. I would be very curious to see cancel culture come for the Monopoly Man. I think the Monopoly Man has a lot to hide. How could a guy who has a Monopoly not have a lot to hide? I think the Monopoly Man has a lot to hide. However, collaboration with McDonald's, the Monopoly game, spectacular collaboration. Clash of the Titans right there when you put the Monopoly Man up to the McDonald's. Okay, Ronald McDonald, the Monopoly Man, coming together for a collab, can't beat it. I got the Monopoly Man, Uncle Penny Bags at number two. However, I do think he has a lot to hide. Somebody who does not have a lot to hide, it is who he is. That is the Kool-Aid Man, barreling through your living room on a whim's notice since 1964, the Kool-Aid Man. No reservation needed. Just come on right through your local living room. Blast through those doors. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, Kool-Aid Man. Oh, yes, you can. And oh, yes, he is number one on Big Bob's top five character chart. How about the Monopoly Man just rolling right on through for a good time for years and years and years? 
Don't fuck with the Kool-Aid man. I did not. That's why I got him number one. And folks, that closes down the Brilliantly Dumb show. I hope you've enjoyed this the way me and Grace Ibrahim have. We keep this train rolling come Friday. Let's have at it. Let's just keep this rolling right along. Ethan Serpley comes on the show Friday. For those of you who don't know who he is, he was Louis Lastic in Remember the Titans, which is one of my favorite, not just sports movies, but movies of all time. Ethan Serpley, he's lost a ton of weight. He doesn't even look the same anymore. He was in Wolf of Wall Street. He was in Blow with Johnny Depp. This guy's done a lot. He's a big deal. Ethan Soupley. Coming in hot Friday. Folks, you take care. I'm Big Game Bob. That's Grace Ibrahim. Have a good week now, folks. Not today, Bubba. Go get him, Bubba. Love you. Not today, Bubba. Gordy. Gordy, can I bother you for a second?